thankful to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, we were gone for a little bit. We were on vacation, and a lot of people describe vacation as being a breath of fresh air. And uh, I'll say it was very relaxing to be gone, but uh, my breath of fresh air was coming back into the Lord's house again this morning. Uh, I've surely missed being here, and I'm thankful to have my church to come back to. Uh, I don't have a whole lot on my heart this morning. We're thankful that uh, Brother Jake's here, and we're excited to hear him preach this morning. Uh, Levi's going to be preaching for us tonight. We're excited for the day we're going to have. Uh, pray for our pastor. Um, I'm just I'm just really excited for what the day will hold. So we'll ask everyone, please stand to your feet. And bow your heads and we'll pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're just so thankful, Lord, for the for the day that you've given us, Lord, for the morning you've given us, Lord, for, for Sunday school, Lord, and how you've blessed us, Lord. And we just ask you, Lord, to go with us as we go throughout our services today, Lord. Just let us remain right in the center of your will, Lord. Just help us to do everything that you'd want us to do, Lord, plus nothing, minus nothing, Lord. Please help our preachers, Lord, this morning and this evening, Lord. Just uh, allow them to be a mouthpiece for you, Lord, and let the gospel go out and touch the hearts and lives of the people here. We ask all this in your heavenly name we pray. Amen. We'll turn it over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 138. You may have your
Good. Appreciate that. I'd like to echo what she said and what Taylor said. It's good to be here this morning. I appreciate that good choir singing. I especially appreciate the last song, Thank God I'm Free. That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, If God had never done anything else but save my soul, I'd be so undeserving of that alone. But it continues to bless me every day, and I'm so thankful for that. And like I said this morning, I'm thankful for my church. Uh, We'll ask at this time, if everyone will, please stand to your feet. We'll ask at this time if anybody has any unspoken prayer requests. Hands all over the house. Remember those. Lots to pray for this morning. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Remember uh, Ricky Fisher. He sits in the back. It's Bill Fisher's brother. He's in the more hospital. He's still putting nurses on Monday. Yeah. Remember that. Hmm. Yeah, remember that. We love everybody. We really pray for Bible school. We love yep. to see him get saved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Remember Bible school. That's good. Anybody else have a spoken prayer request this morning? Amen. Let's pray for that. Really pray for that. Yep, let's really pray for Lois Fitz. I've already said this once, but let's really pray for Brother Jake this morning. Um, Let's really get behind him and uh, pray for him. And let's pray for Brother Levi tonight. Uh, I'm just excited to see what God has in store for us this morning. Amen. Yeah. That's right. That's good. Appreciate that, Sean. Anybody else?
If not, let's really pray. We'll ask Brother Mike Nichols to lead us in prayer. I should have said this earlier, but if you're a visitor here this morning, I'd like to welcome you, and I hope you feel right at home this morning. It's just so good to see a a packed church house. I'm thankful for everyone that's here this morning, and I can't stop thinking about that choir song, Thank God I'm Free. Man, that just really hit home with me this morning. Uh, Thank God I'm Free, and that verse, it says, uh, I'm so glad that I found out he would bring me out and show me the way. Well, there's a difference between knowing that God died, or Jesus died for you, and God saved your soul, and believing it. And we talked about that in Sunday school this morning. It's not enough to just know that Jesus existed. It's not enough to know that Jesus died on the cross, but you have to believe it. You have to believe it in here. And uh, I think that's so important this morning, and I beg of you, if you're here this morning, take a little inventory and uh, see where you're at and ask God to help you if you need to. But I'm just, I'm so thankful to be here this morning, uh, thankful for everything that's already been done. Does anybody have uh, any song or testimony on your heart before we turn it over to Brother Jake? Anybody at all? I'm sure Jake would appreciate it. Someone has a song or a testimony on your heart. Yeah. I may not be at my home church, but I'm at 
Good. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Anybody else have anything on your heart? Let's pray for Sean. When the melody's been written And the words have all been penned And you've heard the Spirit calling Through some old sacred hymn In the valley of decision Tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices, eternity has two. This world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away. The final invitation could be going out today. You're standing at the crossroads And the Savior's calling you This life has many choices Eternity has two The straight and narrow way leads to life The broad way down below what would it profit to gain the world and lose your very soul? Tomorrow is uncertain. Our days on earth are few. This life has many choices. Eternity has to. We appreciate that. Love that song and love Brother Sean. Anybody else have a song or a testimony really stir in your heart before we turn it over to Brother Jake? Let's pray for Levi. When he came to a lowly manger, didn't he shine? When he came to a lowly manger, didn't he shine? There was just one reason why he came to earth to die. Oh, this precious rose of Sharon, didn't he shine? When he cried, Father, forgive them. Didn't he shine? When he cried, Father, forgive them. Didn't he shine? Early on that Sunday morning, a new world was dawning. When he 
rose up from the grave. Didn't he shine? Didn't he shine? Didn't he shine? When my soul was out in darkness, didn't he shine? Oh, but when I cried for mercy, I felt his arms around me. When he saved me, hallelujah, didn't he shine? On that resurrection morning, he's going to shine. On that resurrection morning, he's going to shine. When he comes in clouds of glory, we'll be glad we heard the story. On that resurrection morning, he's going to shine. Now when they crown him king of kings, he's going to shine. When they crown him Lord of lords, he's going to shine. Won't it be a happy day when at last we're home to stay? When they crown him Lord and king, he's going to shine. Didn't he shine, didn't he shine? When my soul was out in darkness, didn't he shine? Oh, but when I cried for mercy, I felt his arms around me. When he saved me, hallelujah, didn't he shine? I'm thankful he's still shining this morning. We appreciate Brother Levi. We appreciate that song. It was real powerful. Uh, I feel like right now would be a good time. We'll just turn it over to Brother Jake. Be prayer, church. Well, it's a good place to be this morning uh, thankful for the spirit I feel and it ain't everywhere you feel something like this and I'm thankful for it uh, seems like since the choir got up this morning since we walked in the church house even uh, the Lord's been working and dealing with people uh, and I'm thankful for this great number and uh, I'm thankful for your pastor asking me to come certainly I'm uh, I'm nothing and I, I've prayed I, that the Lord will uh, preach for me and I don't have to say a thing this morning um, but I've, I'm excited to be here I woke up at three o'clock this morning and just burdened uh, and I I don't know all the lost here I don't know I, I know a decent amount of them, but I don't know all of them but uh, I know the Lord knows each and every one but I woke up this morning and God just placed things on my heart so strong and uh, I'm praying that uh, he comes by in a mighty way this morning um, but I, I've heard it said Murphy Buell would always uh, say it, that even if the Lord comes by a little bit, he's still the Lord. He still came by. Um, I, I have a scripture pretty familiar to you this morning. Um, and if you have your Bibles, I ask you to turn with me to the uh, third chapter of the book of John, if you will. And I'll, I won't try and keep you too long. I'll try and keep you four or five hours. We'll see how the Lord moves. But uh, I, want my, I want to follow him the best of my ability. Um, and I want to preach as simple as I can this morning. Uh, I, I love that sh the song they sung, uh, 
You know, this world has many choices, but eternity only has two. Uh, that's powerful. Well, that's the truth. Uh, a lot of times people say there's many ways to get to heaven, but there's only one way. Uh, it's Jesus Christ, our Lord. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. But you pray for us this morning. I want to try and mind the Lord, like I said. So you start in John chapter 3, and we'll start in verse 14. And it says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. See, a lot of times we, we stop there, but read the next verse with me, if you will. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, a lot of times people will say, oh, all you do at church is just say that we're sinners and everything. But no, I'd like to, contrary to that, say that yes, we're sinners, but yes, there's a remedy. Uh, yes, we're sinners, but Jesus died for the sinner. Uh, and and I'd, like, I'd like to bring out some points if I can this morning. I have nothing written down. I just want to mind the Lord. But uh, I, I love that verse in verse 14. It is Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. I'd like to take you back there, if you will, in the book of Numbers. And I won't have to read there. Most of you know the scripture pretty well. But uh, a verse that I, I'd like to say, and it said, Moses said, And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And I'd like to try and preach on that just a little bit this morning. You know the scripture, uh, even when they just left Egypt's bondage, Moses and the children of Israel, they were in bondage of, under Egypt for so long. Uh, and I, I love it that um, they came and said unto, I believe the Lord said, I want you to go ask the Egyptians for all their, their best goods and they'll give it to you. And it says, uh, Lord, you'll find favor with the Egyptians. I, I looked up the word favor uh, a while back and it even says that the word favor means they asked. So they simply went to the Egyptians in their, slaves, in their enslaved state and said, can you give us all your gold? Can you give us all your bronze? And they simply gave it to them because they had favor with the Egyptians. You say, well, preacher, how, how does that make sense? They gave them the best they had. I, I, I can tell you it don't make much sense to me either, but on the other side of it, Jesus Christ gave the best He had for me, just a sinner. Lord, I'd like to make this point as clear as I can. Lord, I can picture Moses as he is in the wilderness and the people, they've, they've crossed over and they've got all these materials and Lord, all of a sudden, there's a bunch of serpents all around. And Steve, you remember, he looked at him and he said, Lord, my God, there's serpents all around and they're killing people left and right. What are we supposed to do? And the Lord looked at Moses and he said, I want you to build a serpent. And Levi, I often wondered, Scripture doesn't say this, but how on earth they built that fiery serpent. You see, in order to build a serpent out of brass, they had to take a brass bar. And church, you pray for me real hard this morning. Pray for the lost this morning. I believe someone here could already move. But let me say this, they had to take a serpent, or they had to take a bar of brass, and they'd have to put it through fire. And then when they put it through the fire, that would soften the material just enough. That would purify the material. And they would take a hammer and they would beat 
the brass into the form of a snake. Can I say this this morning to make this as clear as I can? Jesus Christ was beaten to death. Lord, and they even said, uh, beaten, he, I believe it's Isaiah chapter 53, He bore my iniquities. He bore my sin. Can I even make this as clear as I can? My sin was beaten into Christ the Savior. And they hung Him upon a pole. And it says that everyone that looketh upon Him shall live. No wonder Revelation, the book of John, says the leaves upon the tree were used for the healing of the nation. You say, well, preacher, can you explain it to me? Let me try. I brought this point out to Taylor a while back. I'd like to make this pretty clear. If you've ever looked at the leaves upon a tree, what they do is a process called photosynthesis. Most of you know what it is. You see, they take our bag carbon dioxide and they replenish it with the oxygen. So he said, the leaves of the tree were used for the healing of the nation, Chase. Well, let me just break, bring it a little bit further back to Calvary if I can. The leaf that hung upon the tree was used for the healing of the nation. You say, preacher, what do you mean? He took all my mind and replaced it with life that we may live more abundantly. Let me go. See, I've been studying so much on the tabernacle, and I want to bring this full circle if I can. You see, there are three levels to a Christian's maturity. I can prove it to you biblically. You see, when you're lost, if you remember, Gary, there's an outer court, there's a holy place, and then there's the holy of holies. You see, when you get saved, you enter into the outer court. That's where you've got your bronze halter. That's where the beginning sacrifice is. Before you could ever enter the holy place, you had to have blood applied. I'm going somewhere, so if you hang with me. And above it, when the priest, at that point, when he came into that tabernacle, they had to make sure they were clean. So they would go to the laver, and that was pretty much just a big bowl that had water in it. And they would wash their hands in the bowl. And, then, and I believe it even says that that was a looking glass for them, Chase. So they had to look in, and they would see their own reflection in the looking glass. And they'd wash their hands and see their reflection before and after they did that. After they were clean enough, then they would make a sacrifice. They went to that uh, bronze altar and they would place the sacrifice upon the four horns. Lord, I can say this. That the gospel is all revolving around Calvary. But let me go. They would make the sacrifice. And then as they would be a bloody mess. I know some of you are hunters around here after you would clean the meat that you oftentimes are bloody they would have to go back into the bronze laver and they would wash their hands but not only would they wash their hands that reflection they once saw was covered in blood can I say this friend the only way you're going to get to heaven is if you go by the blood you're going to have 
to see Jesus at Calvary before you ever can get to heaven, before you ever get to the holy place, before you ever get to the holy of holies, you're going to have to look up towards the tree which cometh your help. You say, preacher, how do I do it? I, I believe Romans says, Lord, if you believe it with your heart and confess it with your mouth, you will be saved. Or it didn't say maybe. didn't say there's another way. It said if you come under a humble heart and a contrite spirit, Lord, you will be saved. Lord, but I love that scripture. We quote it so often. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. You say, well, preacher, how can a God send all of the best heaven had for me just a sinner? What have I done to deserve heaven? Lord, I can say this. The scripture said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which now I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Can I say, if you were to live back in the law age with that tabernacle, they made a sacrifice every day for their sins. You're not good enough to get yourself into heaven. It takes the blood to get you to heaven. And that was paid at Calvary. Now church, they sung the song already. I've been set free by the grace of God. Do you know what that means? He took all of the sin that we had, Levi, placed it on a cross, and then went to a grave that was borrowed. It was borrowed because he didn't plan on staying there. Lord, and three days later, he defeats death, hell, and the grave, Taylor. And with that, gave me an opportunity to go to heaven. So church... I preached my heart to you this morning and I could go a whole lot more into that tabernacle. I wish I could, but I can't today. Let me say, I, I feel that somebody this morning has an opportunity to get saved. And I would hate for someone to turn it away. You see, they even sung the song Sean did saying eternity has two choices. We often don't talk about hell the way it should be talked about. You see, why I got saved wasn't because I wanted to go to heaven. It's because I didn't want to go to hell. That's the reason I got saved. Because I was afraid of the devil. I was afraid of hell. And not only did I get to avoid hell, and that's the mercy, but God gave me grace and got me the opportunity to go to heaven. And He shows more and more grace every day. When I wake up in the morning, I've got a reason to praise Him. Or I've heard it said recently, there's a big difference between thanking God and praising God. You see, you thank somebody because they've done something for you. But you praise Him because He deserves it. You praise Him because He's holy. You know what would do us some good, Chase? If we got on our knees, instead of asking God for every little thing saying God you're holy and get up you know what you could do get on your knees and say God I love you and I wouldn't trade you for any other and get up God you saved me and you're
news. But if you're here today, friend, and you're lost, Lord, the best thing you could do is come get saved. You'll never know the true blessings of God until you get saved. So church, real quickly, stand to your feet. Taylor, come get a song, whatever's on your heart. We read the scripture, and I want to read it again. In that third chapter of John, it says, and let me turn there real quickly. Lord, you about preached me to death this morning. It says, John chapter 3, for as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, He gave us not His only begotten Son, that, who, that whoever believeth in Him, whosoever believeth. You see, Jeremy, some people will say that it's predestined that there's only some that are going to heaven. That ain't what my Bible says. It says, whosoever believeth. Lord, that means you. All you have to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner. And I believe you came to die for me. Taylor, that's the only thing I did. Eight years old, I came to a, the altar in my heart. I said, God, if I don't get you, I'm not going to heaven. Lord, that's what it takes, friend. Lord, that last 17th verse said, For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through Him might be saved. You might be here this morning. You feel uneasy in your heart. You say, Preacher, I know I'm a sinner. Preacher, I know that I've fallen short. I can't live up to it. You can't live up to the law. But He did for you. So that's what it takes, friend. You say, Preacher, you're up here acting all a fool. You're sweaty. You're a mess this morning. Lord, that's how much this church cares for you. Why do you think we're here? We don't come to Sunday morning service just to put another clock on the wall and say, Lord, we did it again. Thank you for serving. No, friend. This is life and death. Lord, this is the reason we come to church. We come to praise Him that another soul might be saved. No wonder the Spirit's it moves from breast to breast. Lord, because when Taylor feels the Spirit, Lord, I start to feel the Spirit. And then you start to feel the Spirit. And then somebody can get saved. Lord, that's the point of it all, friend. But it all comes from Jesus. So I ask you to really take consider. I preached recently, Lord, and I said the thought. A lot of times, a lot of you, a lot of you boys probably can relate to me with this. My mama would often say to me, you're listening, but you're not hearing me. I've heard that a few times. But see, if you're listening, you can hear it. But until you understand it, Lord, you'll never get it. So you have to listen and hear and consider and understand He's the only way to get to heaven. So as they sing this song, I ask you, you've listened, you've heard. I ask you to consider, to understand this morning that there's a purpose, there's a reason. Won't you sing whatever's on your heart? I am redeemed, I've been bought with the price. How about it, church? Jesus He's changed my whole life. If anybody asks you yeah, Lord. just who I am, well, you can tell them yeah. that Are I 
hearts. Lord, help them. And where there was confusion, <laughs> his peace now yeah. reigns. He'll give you peace this morning. I'm walking with Jesus. I'm a child of the King. And it's all because I am redeemed. Yeah. I am redeemed. I've been bought with a price. Jesus, He's changed my whole say this and I want the church to pray real hard because I feel I feel that somebody's fighting it this morning that someone can move and get saved this morning and it, it's going to take prayer let me read this scripture to you it says and then I want to send this next verse and I want to extend the invitation one more time I won't keep you Lord I, when the Lord's done I'm done but it says in the first chapter of the book of John most of you most of you can probably quote it in the beginning was the word and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him not anything was made. And that 14th verse said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Do you know what the word, Word, means in this text? In Greek, which is what this text was written in, the word, Word, means reason or purpose. Let me reread it to you with that in mind. In the beginning was the purpose and the purpose was with God and the purpose was God that same was in the beginning with God and all things were made by him and without him not anything was made and the purpose became flesh and dwelt among us <laughs> you see you're not here today by accident friend you're here with a purpose Lord you're here to serve the reason so let me say, if you're here contemplating it, He's the best thing you'll ever do. He's the best thing is to give your whole heart and life to Jesus. I can promise you, if you surrender all to Him, you won't know what a true blessing is until you truly get saved by Him. You say, preacher, that's easy for you to say. You don't know what I'm going through. I don't know what you're going through. I may not know you from Adam, but He knows what you're going through. And all He asks is for you to come, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and He'll give you rest. So, I want Him to sing one more verse. I won't keep you, but I ask you to consider church, pray real hard. Lord, someone may be fighting it this morning, so as they sing this verse, won't you move? I'll tell of his favor yeah. and I'll tell of his love and I'll tell of his goodness to me. How about it this morning, church? He purchased my redemption. 
with his own precious blood and from sin I've been set free time for a preacher is from the driveway to the driveway because you preachers know we have nothing to gain from this Lord this is we're not up here preaching because we get glory from it we're trying to give him glory and we're just we care so much to see you saved and you worship or that's what it's about there's no glory and that's why the hardest times from the driveway to the driveway because you think man did I did I preach all I had did I preach the best I could Lord, should I say, Lord, did I disappoint you? Lord, did I do my best? Lord, I've gave you my heart this morning. And I, I wish, and I, and I will say this tonight. If you come back and Levi preach, I know he'll preach heaven down. Levi's a good man of God. I'll say this. If, if you have something on your heart, I beg of you to run to the Lord. Run to Him. Lord, if you run to Him, He's always there with open arms. Lord, I'll never forget. Some of you remember from church camp years ago, Ryan Bailey preached about uh, the prodigal son. And he said, that story is not about a son. It's about a father who let the son come back home. Lord, he, He's the one who died for us. He, he's allowing us the opportunity. I, I'm thankful to be here this morning. I'm thankful for this church. I love you. You guys are always so good to me and my family. I, I love you guys so much. I'm going to turn it over to Brother Jeremy. Thank you. Appreciate Brother Jake. Really appreciate that message. That was powerful. Uh, we'll ask at this time, does anybody have a song or a testimony on your heart? Yeah. that. Anybody else? Well, again, I know I just said it, but I really mean it. I really appreciate Brother Jake coming this morning. I appreciate him following the Lord. I appreciate him preaching to us. That was good. Good preaching, good message. All right. If 
I don't have any announcements. You got one? Yeah. You can go ahead and be seated while Barry gives his announcements. All right. I told her she didn't have to get up with me, so I'm going to be getting signals from the bench. We'll be. Um, vacation Bible school starts tomorrow. It's from 6 to 8.30 each night uh, through Friday. Now, Friday, we're going to have the carnival at the same time. We have classes for all ages, two years through eighth grade, and an adult class for ninth grade and up that starts at seven. This is going to be a food-related, I repeat, a food-related Bible school. It's going to be messy. Have the kids bring uh, clothes they can throw away, possibly. <laughs> Maybe maybe wash easy, uh, and I know uh, we'll announce. But certain nights they might need a towel. Uh, maybe maybe the one night. Um, I'll say this really quick. Monday is pajama day. Tuesday's crazy hair day. Wednesday's mismatch day. Thursday is old clothes. Oh, that that must be the day they need the towel too. Friday is the tie dye day, and um, we want you to really pray. You know, I told the kids in Sunday school this morning. We, we, one of the verses is is taste and see and and when I was young I used to take things very literally and it's it's good to take things literally but in a way but it grossed me out when it said in the Bible you know come taste of Jesus and, and, and to, to just put it down to the bare roots but then I was telling the Sunday school class this morning we got out a strawberry rice krispie treat and one of them had never tried it and I said well hold on to that a second and I said now it's chewy, it's sweet, and it's going to leave a texture in your mouth. And I said, now have you tasted it? And she said, well, no. And so what I try to tell the kids is the Bible uses that taste to represent a belief gets on the inside. Faith will take it all the way down to the inside. Like Donnie preached the other day, we've got a lot of raised Christians that don't have an experience where they meet personally and if you'll have it, digest it all the way down to their soul. And that's what we'd like to do in Bible school. We want the kids to know they need a moment in their life where they're born again, saved, and meet Jesus on their own through the preaching of the gospel. So really pray for us and uh, hopefully we'll have a good time. Out there? Oh, oh, I got them. Oh, yeah. Um, bring a pack of diapers to Bible school for a chance to pie your pastor. If we reach our goal of 100 packs of diapers, then one lucky person will be picked to pie the pastor. And my understanding is Terry doesn't know about this yet. <laughs> and the donations go to Heartbeat of Lima. Uh, sizes needed are newborn, size 3 and 4 and 5T pull-ups. Pie the Pastor will take place on Friday at the carnival. The car That's just the carnival. I announced that, right? Okay. Okay, I think I hit it all, right? We're good. Pray for us. I have a couple announcements for the youth group. So... Um, next Sunday would be our third Sunday night 
um, get together, but instead of doing that on Sunday night, we're going to do that this Saturday night. So that would be the 15th, and that's going to be over at Gary and Erica's house, and we are going to hang out from 6 to 10. Um, make sure you bring a snack and a drink to share with your friends. And then also, um, on August 12th, the youth group is going to be having a work day. Um, we would like to divide and conquer and give back to our church. Um, our church has always supported us, and um, we're so thankful for our church, so we would like to give back to our church. So what this would consist of is um, the plan is to divide up into groups, and if you are somebody that's elderly or maybe you're just um, not able to do certain things, but there's a task that you would like done at your home, um, we would like to come and help you with that. So um, if you have a wall that needs painted or um, maybe your freezer needs moved to a different location, um, whatever that might be, we would love to come and help you with that. So um, if you have something at your home that you would like us to complete, um, please get with me and we'll, we'll put you on the list and then we'll uh, figure it out and tell you a time that we will be there. Um, also, maybe you don't have a task that you would like us to complete at the house. Maybe there's something here at the church that's just driving you nuts. Maybe something's just not up to your standards. Um, we would like to do that too. So um, that'll be August 12th um, and there'll be more details to come on that. Um, there will be no charge. We don't want any donations or anything for the work we complete. This is just to give back. Great announcements. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything at all before we come to a close? I got you. So, Greg, would you say anybody under the age of 30 would be a good age group for that? Oh, well, I turned 30 on Saturday, so maybe we could say under 30. Okay. So that's the Friday, July 28th, and Saturday, July 29th. We're going to be having uh, a work evening or work day to be able to get the floors cleaned and everything like that. The first part. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I'm assuming we'll have some more information about what time we're meeting over here and things a little bit later. But uh, if you're someone willing to help, 